With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, good to have you with us. 20 in front of 6. It is Alan Jerry. We've got Boomer and Geo on a busy, busy Thursday coming up in just a little while. What else going on over there? I saw Lenny Dykstra had a stroke. Yeah, so I saw this article, too, and when you first read it, it's... You know, you're concerned. And then later on in the article, it said he's he's doing okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 61, not good. They called it a mini stroke. Yeah. Mini a stroke. stroke. Yeah, I know. I, I, the I heck's a mini stroke? I don't know. A stroke is a stroke to me. I know there are different levels. But yeah. Man, you have one. Does that mean others are coming? I, I don't know. It just sounds terrible. So I went on Lenny Dykstra's Twitter page to see if he was yeah. updating us. Uh, he did not update us, but I saw that you can book Lenny Dykstra Lenny Dykstra is part of a uh, of a of a company that will book book your next podcast guest. You can what? talk to Lenny. Like, there's a company that has a bunch of people that want to be on podcasts that want to be guests. guests. Yeah, and Lenny Dykstra is one of them. Really? Another one is Tom Arnold. So if you have a podcast <laughs> out there and you want to talk to Tom Arnold, what do he they is get available. out of that? Then is that for a fee? I bet you have to pay. Oh, well, Lenny Dykstra to be uh, a guest on your podcast. Well, then no thanks. Remember when he was a? <laughs> Remember we had that magazine and he was this big uh, uh, finance guy. To <laughs> we all bought it too, right? <laughs> I remember sitting in the parking lot in my 2000 Honda Civic, the parking lot of uh, Metro Park train station. I was about to get on my on a train to go to my job at WNEW. And Lenny Dykstra was on with Mike, yeah. Mike and Chris. Yep. And I was like, I got to start investing. <laughs> he bought Wayne Gretzky's house. I got to start investing with I, this guy. I know. I, I know. That was unbelievable. He was making so much sense. Uh, and what happened? I don't know. I don't know if it was all a ruse. I don't remember, honestly. I just yeah. remember him coming in. He was. He looked like a sharp-dressed man. He had this magazine that he was in, and he was talking stocks, and he was wealthy, and he bought Gretzky's house in Beverly Hills, and it was like, how the hell? I remember Mike was, like, amazed by it. Yeah. And then years later, you look at what happened to him. Not now, but obviously things fell apart. I don't know. Yeah, he was. He had owned a bunch of car washes. That's the supposed that I like, do remember. where yes. he made his money. Yep. And then fast forward to, like, three years ago, he was in trouble getting thrown out of a crap apartment in Linden, New Jersey. Yes. There the is an article that, there was an article written in 2011 titled The Financial Fall of Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> I I need to read that. Yeah, I agree. And because this all happened right around then, so he probably had some sort of a run 
I, I guess. I, I don't even know. Good thing I didn't have actual money to invest with Lenny Dykstra back then because I would have given it all to him. That speech he was given on Mike uh, Mike and Chris's show. It was impressive. And what's funny, though, I only recall Mike being uh, talking to him. So maybe it was... Maybe uh, Chris was off that yeah, day. Was it in the summer? It might have been a summer. Because those summers were, um, they were legendary for those two never working together. Yeah, it must have been that. That's and Mike was wild. like, let me bring in Lenny Dykstra to... to spit out some financial advice to the masses. How about this this line? A life once brimming with unbridled energy and flush with cash yeah. has ground to a bankrupt halt. <laughs> wow. As Dykstra's wife of 23 years, the mother of his three sons, divorced him. Three sons? Yeah. yeah. He came in a number of years ago. I think it was when Craig was, was still with Boomer. Sounds right, yep. He was missing teeth, Jerry. He was... He sounded like he was drunk because I, he had no teeth. I know. And then he came to me when, because I guess Craig got on him a little bit, which makes sense. For having no teeth? Well, that and other things. And when he walked out, he comes to my desk and he goes, you're the good one. I'm like, me? What did I do? I think just because I didn't say anything. Because you were, you were nice to him or didn't say anything to him. Not This is, again, 2011. Not long ago, Dykstra was the proud owner of a $19 million mansion <laughs> in Thousand Oaks, California, which he purchased from Wayne Gretzky. And then he, then he was in Linden, New Jersey, in an apartment. <laughs> the I heck? I don't know. He faced federal charges of bankruptcy, fraud, and obstruction of justice, along with identity theft, grand theft auto, and possession of drugs. I mean, you want to talk about a fall. My goodness. I mean, I'd book him for the podcast, Jerry, because I could go through this company, but <laughs> I don't think he'd be coherent about what the hell happened. I don't know if he would either. What a mess. Hey, why did the 49ers fire their defensive coordinator? Uh, Steve Wilkes, because um, I think you would say they underachieved defensively down the stretch of the season. Um, There were people, if you remember listening to Boomer and Geo last week in Vegas, um, that their defense had come under fire for not giving a solid effort at times. There were plays that were highlighted on social media where guys weren't busting it. Um, I, I think part of it, I think obviously if they win, he doesn't get fired. But I continue to say that they had two leads in that game and that vaunted defense couldn't. I know it's Patrick Mahomes, but if you're this amazing defense, you go get one stop and you win. They didn't do that. Um, So I think it was just they moved on. It was one year and out. Yeah, one and out. One and out. And think about the way the season began, how good they were defensively. But as the season wore on, they kind of wore down. And they did have injuries. And I think it sucked that that Greenlaw got injured the way he did. But um, I don't think that... I don't think that relationship or that partnership was ever perfect. Who needs a defensive coordinator now? Now? Is there anybody? Because the Cowboys had, but they signed their their main man, Mike Zimmer. Who did have a press conference yesterday. So that is oh, as he a, did. That is as official as official is now. Oh, yes. man. He was there in, in Frisco and did talk to the media. I don't know who needs a defensive coordinator. You feel like a lot of these spots have been filled already. Right. I don't know. But if you're Steve Wilkes, I'm sure he got signed to a deal that was a lot longer than a year. Oh, so, so he, he'll get paid. To go away. To get some cash. And then he'll get a job next year. Yeah. There is there is even a point, Al. I would say in November or December, where the Niners were underachieving defensively so badly, I believe Kyle Shanahan was asked in a press conference if he was going to take over the defensive calling duties. So it, this has been something that's been out there for a couple months. But it was weird, too. Like, I think at the... Uh the postseason press conference after the season was over that uh, Kyle Shanahan said everybody would be back. Correct. I, I then, said that yesterday. He, he was asked about Wilkes, 
And he said, as of right now, we no changes. And He's then gone. 24 hours later, he was fired. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I was confused by this headline, mainly because it came from ESPN, Jerry. This is uh, the worldwide leader in sports. This is on their website. This was the way the headline was written. And I had not seen any news about this, so I was confused as to what this meant. The headline is Dubs, D-U-B-S. Mm-hmm. Dubs made bid for LeBron at deadline. The Warriors. I was like, what is Dubs? W for Dubs. I caught on eventually. Yeah, yeah. But that's a weird, to me, it felt like a weird headline. I agree. Dubs? Yep, I agree. Like if they wrote the W, Mm -hmm. W apostrophe S, makes bid for LeBron at the trade deadline. I guess that's their nickname out there. The Dubs? Yeah, I've seen that before, but I don't feel like it's widely used. Um, and I only knew that it was the Warriors um, immediately because I had seen the story yesterday. Yeah. Um, and ESPN was, you know, all the, all those talk shows and FS1, they were all talking about the Warriors trying to get LeBron. So I knew what it was. But, yeah, I, that's not something – we don't use that nickname. The Dubs. I, do, I don't. I don't. I don't think I've ever once said the Dubs beat the Clippers. Me neither. So, but, yeah, I did see that, yes. So why would the why are the Lakers trying to get rid of LeBron James? They're not. They declined. It was the Warriors trying to get him. Oh, so they were they were the ones that going. Uh, what, what? How about parting ways with this LeBron Correct. James fella? Yes, because the Lakers have here's the word again underachieved now the last mm. month or so, and they've kind of fallen off in the West a little bit. Um, so you make a phone call. Any interest in uh, sending us LeBron? No. You see the um, even the Sixers GM apparently made a phone call to Phoenix for Kevin Durant. And for Devin Booker. And they were like, uh, no, we're pretty good right now. But you can't fault them for trades. You know what, too? Even last year, remember we got all hot and bothered, or Met fans did, by the notion that the Mets fielded a phone call about Pete Alonzo? From the and, Cubs? Yeah. Like, if you're a team that is looking to make a postseason run and win a World Series, and you see a team that's struggling that's got a star on it, why wouldn't you call? And if you're that team, why wouldn't you listen? Maybe they offer you something so insane, you make the deal because it makes sense. But the idea that anyone would call about LeBron, yeah, why not? If you can get him, get him. Shoot your shot, as they say. Shoot your shot, because if you don't, you're never going to score. I think there were teams that were calling for Tom Brady, right? I wouldn't be surprised. I, I don't know that, but you might be right. I don't mm-hmm. know. Why, why? Well, but then again, they were never really bad. Like, what was Brady's worst season, would you say? Hmm. Nine and seven, hmm. eight and eight. Did they even? Have... I don't think they went eight and eight. I would bet nine and seven. I would say nine and seven too. At some point in the season where he played, yeah, all the games. Because you had the one season where he got injured, and they still—I know they didn't make the playoffs, but they still were over five hundred. So let's see. So I'm going to look at the records here. If I go back, you go back a long time for these guys. Good lord, when did he start over there? a while. Mm. So let's start in 03. All right. 14 and 2, 14 and 2, 10 and 6, 12 and 4, 16 and 0, 11 and 5, 10 and 6, 14 and 2, 13. Mike, listen to these records. 13 and 3, 12 and 4, 12 and 4, 12 and 4, 12 and 4, <laughs> 14 and 2, 13 and 3. Yeah, they had no. No. 
They weren't losers. Nope. Bunch My of losers. God, that is remarkable. I knew they were really good. I don't remember all of those. They didn't even have a nine and seven season in there with him. Man, That's you're going to want to watch that documentary yeah, on Apple+. I have Apple to Plus. watch the documentary now, yes. Why did you not want to play for Bill Belichick again? Because all you did was win, win, win. Damn. He's got tired of it. I understand. Tired, tired, tired. I think, too, and I'm not taking anything away from them, the fact they played in the division they played in, they pretty much almost every year beat the Jets twice. That's true. The Bills weren't a great team, and Split. the Dolphins weren't very good. No. Although the Dolphins gave them trouble. Yeah, that was always weird. Always weird. Yes, I agree. That so. is strange. Like when a... It doesn't make any sense, historically. Yeah. Like we've said, uh, Cowboys-Redskins. How about Cowboys-Cardinals? Yeah. Historically, the Cardinals beat the Cowboys, and it doesn't make any sense. Nope. There's certain teams that just have struggles with other teams, and I, it, it doesn't make sense. Even when they're good, they struggle with them. Like, how about the how about Washington and the Giants? Yes. The how Giants about that? The Giants own them. The Eagles with the Giants. Because the players aren't the same. Correct. Well, but that's the whole thing with the Jets. Everybody talks about same old Jets, same old Jets. Meantime, these 18, I'm not sorry, 18, these 21-year-olds get drafted every year. They don't know anything about the Jets. And then as soon as they put the uniform on, they become the Jets. Right. It's new coaches every year, every couple of years. The only difference would be Rex had a little bit of a run, and they had two AFC Championship game appearances. Parcells had a little bit of a run. That's been it. I mean, Mangini had one good year. Bowles had a good year. But it always falls apart quickly. Who would you say had a better run? Rex Ryan or Bill Parcells with the Jets? That is a great question. Because Rexy did it two years back to back. He did. <sighs> the difference would be Parcells took over an absolute disaster and got them back to respectability very quickly and then an AFC championship game. And if Vinny doesn't get hurt... I find it hard to believe that they wouldn't have been right back there if not in the Super Bowl the next year. Rex did it really well and really quickly, and I loved Rex, but it fell apart on him pretty fast too. Yeah. Um, That's a tough one. I'd flip a coin, but I would probably go with Parcells in the end, I think, Hmm. because he left them in really good shape. That would be my opinion. I leave this to you, Mr. Eric Mangini. And, And he did it in other places too as well. That's true. You know, Success other places, Jerry. Did it in Dallas Patriots. turned over a great team to Dallas. Wade Phillips. So, all right, take a quick break. 5.53. When we come back, wrap it up, get you to uh, Boomer and Geo right now. Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence. We're talking football. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got about uh, two minutes or so left. We've got Boomer and Geo standing by. Cannot wait to get on, so we'll try and get through this quickly. You know, it's funny. Yesterday, you had audio from Mets manager Carlos Mendoza. Yes. And both Eddie and I are Mets fans. We watch Mets games. Both of us at the same time realized, oh, yeah, Carlos Mendoza yeah. is the Mets manager. Yeah. That, no if buzz. you would have asked me yesterday before you played those clips, who's the current manager of the Mets, I'm not sure how to come up with that. What I'm, I'm hoping. Eddie neither. Uh, what I'm hoping for is that that's just a solid hire. There was no buzz to it. There wasn't. I mean, former bench coach for the Yankees, great, wonderful. He's okay. He's he knows the he knows New York, all good. But there was no buzz. To no that buzz. Hire. That said, let's hope he goes out there and they overachieve. You know, the one thing I read, they said that Terry Collins was here for seven or eight years, whatever. He's their fifth manager since Terry Collins. Like, talk about instability. Like, my there were God. five managers in between. Or there four? Been, I think he's the fifth one. I think it said, yeah. Think about that. Man. Yeah. Not great. 
That is not great. Remember you had the pervert? Mickey uh, Rivers? No. Mickey Calloway. Mickey Calloway. Not a pervert, but he had the he had something going on on the side. Yeah. He which was, was a, not great. Trying to pick up chicks in the office. You had Buck. You got this guy. And I guess there were two others. I don't know. And there are two others. I didn't there. think of who they are. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you see, Jerry, uh, Adam Silver, who himself looks like an alien. An alien? Yes. Uh, says that Las Vegas is in the mix well, for a potential course. expansion And city. you know who's going to own that team? Who? LeBron. In Vegas? LeBron wants to be the owner of the team that goes to Vegas. That is true. That's been That's been documented. You know, it's weird when we were taking Uber rides around Vegas. Gina kept asking all of the Uber drivers, "Who? I don't know why she was interested. Who really runs Vegas? <laughs> the like, mob? Wait, you're asking an Uber driver? <laughs> well, I don't. If they live there, I don't know. And no they, idea. by the way, they all had an answer. They all were like, "Well, MGM. They were like, mm-hmm. this consortium. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.